Please listen carefully. Get ready to rumble! Let's go. That was brilliant. I would absolutely watch sports for that. <laughs> Particularly with a little troll at the end. <laughs> okay, we're ready. Okay, ready? This hiatus, we're back. Ready for action. This is going to be our teaser. Did you miss this and that and that? <gasps> I missed it. Uh, what's up, nerds? Welcome to everyone and their sister. We're back from a long hiatus. My name is Christina. I'm Natasha. And I'm Stephanie. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so, five seconds ago, literally five minutes ago, we were like, okay, Steph, since you are so into this movie, do you want to do the intro Okay, but I podcast? needed a pause. Because I had to wipe I my know. eyeballs because yeah. I forgot my own name. You did. We paused. We pointed at you. What do your and then eyeballs you went, have to do what? with your name? I have to look up into my brain to remember it so they <laughs> roll back. Anyways, back to the main reason we're here. We have one summer favorite that we all love. And can anyone guess what it is? To all the boys I love before. That's right! <laughs> On Netflix. Excellent. Also the book. We both, uh, people read the book, no, Christina. I did not read the book. People read the book. What so am I? out there. There are only three of us. <laughs> but we watched To All the Boys I Love Before, and I don't think I've loved a summer rom-com as much as this beautiful teen movie. No, it was excellent. It had everything that you wanted. It was, literally. Yeah. It was literally a callback to some of my early 2000 yeah. faves. Loved it. No, it was excellent. I'm, like, really happy with the, like, renaissance of rom-coms right now. Yeah. Both teen and adult. Like, I love it. We were in such a horrible drought for so long. We were All we were getting were, like, superhero movies, super serious action movies, and thrillers. And that was it. And you know what? Sometimes the heart just wants to watch two people fall in love in a very unrealistic scenario, okay? Yeah. And, and this was the perfect one. What this unrealistic scenario is, you have... Lana Con- no, that's her actual name, Lara Jean. <laughs> Lara Jean. She's a junior in high school, and she writes love letters to all the boys she's loved before, and somehow, magically, those letters get out and be sent to all the boys that she has written letters to. Five, to be exact, which I think, not a lot of boys. <laughs> she's For still young. Yeah. She's I still mean, young. I mean... And this isn't just like crushes. These this, were her. These are what she felt were big loves. That's true, and it's from what like elementary onwards because there was that kid from camp. Exactly. Kenny from also, camp. At a certain point, she couldn't write. You know what I mean? You yeah, know? that's true. She had to learn how to write. There's first. some. There's some letters in her head from when she was a baby. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So these letters get sent out, and she happens to have written a letter to her sister's ex boyfriend. Uh, which is awkward and. The number one reason why I never touched the book is I'm like, I don't want to read her falling in love with her sister's ex-boyfriend, but don't worry. If that turns you off, that's not what this is about. So then, to protect... So basically, to stop her ex, her sister's ex-boyfriend from, like, talking to her, she's like, oh, you know what I gotta do? I gotta fake date this yeah. guy. Yeah. Classic. Bringing yeah. in Peter Kavinsky, played by Noah Centino, which everyone... Everyone's... Summer Crush. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and he has been titled Thirst Architect. Best name ever. In the article by The Shout Cut called Shameless Heartthrob, the article is written by... This bitch deserves all the awards. Thirst Architect is my new favorite phrase. That's the, that's the name of this episode. Thirst Architect. By Allison P. Davis. It's from The Cut. Well done, Allison P. Davis. Mm-hmm. She basically goes on a date, the best well, teen date. Lucky bitch. And he, 
just for a spoiler, he shows up to the interview shirtless in Which an is, aquarium of all places. Who does this? I like he was fresh thirst. from the aquarium. Like he jumped out from the dolphin. Maybe he was head. swimming. Thirst architects. That's who does this. Yeah. People who know what they are doing. And like everyone basically is a star from the movie, but he literally probably got. 10 million followers in the past, like, yeah. two months. Which is crazy. Yeah. His is Instagram crazy. is literally just selfies of him. He, and he, like... And, like, he says... He's like, I'm a little conceited. Yeah, he said but, I'm very vain. But, like, he's not wrong because he was a great Peter Kaminsky. And he is goddamn cute. Super yeah, he cute. Is. He's, like, so adorable. We've had, like, really in-depth conversations about this before. About how, like... Other people who perhaps have attempted to become thirst architects but weren't quite there. I think Darren Chris is one of them. Yes. He's on that, like, could have been a summer heartthrob level. Um, there are a bunch of it others. right. He's no, like, he didn't. He became, he's aware of what he's yeah. doing, and we all don't care. Yeah. I think actors who take themselves too seriously could have been more successful as thir- thirst architects than they were as, like, actual actors. Would. Would Matthew McConaughey have counted as a thirst architect back in the day? Probably, yes. Before he got all serious and sad. Yeah. I mean, I might not be a fan of him, but sure. Because I think think, he was big in, like, every rom-com. That's true. But I think what helps with a thirst architectness in, like, 2018 is the not being a dick part, which is why I think Matthew McConaughey probably would not count. That's probably true. Um, Or, like, like, maybe you're, like, a little bit of an asshole, but you're very aware of yourself. You, like, acknowledge that maybe, like, you're a little bit vain. That's an acceptable level. I'm trying to think of, like, past thirst architects. It's difficult. It's difficult. Like, the only other one... Oh, Kellen Lutz from Twilight was a huge thirst. Really? He, He read a fucking book in a tree because the paparazzi were there. So there's photos of him reading a book in a tree of all places. You know who could have been a good thirst architect? The younger Amel brother. The guy from oh, the Duff. Yeah. Oh. Robbie Amel. Yeah. yeah. But I think the second that they try to go to Oh, Channing Tatum. Chan- I was just Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Okay, Channing yeah, they're Tatum. the same. The guy who's in what's that other movie on Netflix that I absolutely fucking loved? Um, with the two not the two interns. They're two like Oh, set oh, it up. up. Set it up. Yeah. That guy. Eh. He could have been one. But he's been in too many comedy to like he's really also, comedy. He's too unrecognizable. That's also He's not bland. like instantly like, oh, it's that guy. Whereas Noah, whatever. Oh, fuck yeah. Like immediately you're like, oh, yeah. it's him. So like if they had replaced that guy with somebody else, I think that movie would have done way better. Set possible. it up. Set it up. Yeah. yeah. Even though it was a really good movie, everybody should watch it. But it this is, a- is better. I'm just gonna throw that out. Whoa! In some ways, yes. Yes, in some ways. Yeah, in all ways. In the teen way, yes. If you want that teen, really angsty, really typical drama, but if you want something I love the, a little bit different, I love the cynicism inside it. Up. Yeah, and I love the gay best. Friends. It's it's very much like our age sort of rom com, yeah. which is really nice. Like it's almost like rom coms aged with us with this movie. Exactly. <laughs> Although, arguably, rom-coms have always been for older people. We were just, like, we were 14 years old watching Matthew McConaughey trying to get fucking uh, Kate Hudson trying to give him a blowjob and not realizing what was going on. I mean, I definitely realized. (laughs) I don't think I've watched that movie. I don't actually know if that's what happened in that movie, but I'm sure he's been in a movie where they've made jokes like that. Sure, yeah. But anyway. (laughs) But... And if you're wondering, oh, teen actors? They're not teen actors. But, like, can they act in this movie? Yes. I was not appalled at any point. No, the acting was all solid. Uh, the guy, the Aiden from Sex and the City is the dad. That's right, yeah. What's yeah. his name? I don't know. But Need he's a great something? dad. Everything in this movie is great. No, the acting was all super solid. So I took a little bit longer to watch it 
No, despite Steph literally prodding me every fucking day to be like, why haven't you watched All the Boys I Love for? But I had to be in the right mood, and I was in the right mood one night, and I watched it. And, like, I think about ten minutes in, I start um, messaging Steph, and I'm like, oh, my God, I have so many opinions on everything that's already happening right now. I'm in love with it. Yeah. And it just, like, yeah, it got yeah, me. Yeah. It got me really quickly. And he is so cute. And I love a good fake dating. And I oh, like just that the fake dating never felt weird in this one. Okay, it was really natural because I think because they could have made really good friends to begin with, and that's what I really liked about it because they, they were, were already friends. really yes. friendly, and there wasn't that like hate love thing. Yeah, which I do love a good hate love. Yeah, like dynamic Benedict thing, but but hate love is difficult to do. I think especially in twenty eighteen, there's a lot. Sometimes it goes too far, and you're yeah. like, no, but like. You would never love someone after they did that to you or your family. I think for the climate, it was good it's not perfect. to do hate love. Yeah. As soon as I, when they wrote that contract out, I paused my TV and I screamed, why didn't anyone tell me this was fake dating? <laughs> I was so mad. I'm like, I would have picked up these books when they were published like four yeah. or five years ago. Which like, honestly, they did the movie better in that sense because the books were a bit more hate love. If you remember, they fought a lot in the beginning. There were, like, some real angry... Really? See, I don't like that shit. Like, it was okay, but, like... I mean, Laura Jean was more, like, uh, confident, I would say, in herself in this movie. Yes. She was more confident, and in I found in the books that Peter was a bit more of an asshole, and there was not... I've read this. ...as much of an excuse for him, so you were just kind of like, I don't see how he's redeemed himself. So when you keep reading the books, as Steph and I have discussed... There are other people that may appeal to us better. Oh, so I have, despite not having read the books, and I'm let's be real, I'm not going to. So I've looked into like the sequels a little bit, and I know that there's another boy, who John Ambrose, got a letter, but John doesn't show up in the first one. Ambrose. But maybe he makes an appearance. So do you prefer John Ambrose? I do not. I I really like Peter, but I think. Laura, this is a tiny bit of a spoiler. I think Laura got Laura, Laura, Laura as the audiobook. Largy, Laura. Um, I think Laura had a better time with John Ambrose. I mm-hmm. think that they had all the fun stuff that a relationship should have that she didn't have with Peter, which is really annoying to me, because you want to see her do with Peter, but then she doesn't get all that fun because stuff you have that- his. Ex-girlfriend hanging around all the time. Exactly. And he never, he never, he always makes excuses. And you're just like, what the fuck? (laughs) And I guess that's supposed to show that (laughs) that he's like a nice guy. He cares about his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. "Mm -mm, It's too much, Peter. It is too much. Also, like, to just dip into Laura Jean's great style. Yes. If I was a teen now, I would wear every outfit. But I am an old woman and I can't. (laughs) If I could wear knee socks to work, I would. Same. You could easily wear knee socks to work. Where do you think that we work? <laughs> but I feel like I'm like too old for this. They'd be like, this girl, this no, this lady over here. Girl, we're in our mid twenties. You could pull off knee socks. I'll let you know if I ever wear knee socks, y'all. I'll take a photo for this fucking Instagram. I, wanna, I think you could make it work. I, I don't... mean, I've worn knee socks, and that yeah. was not that long ago. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Am I missing a whole aspect of my life I didn't know I think about? You are. I, I think, think you're. Yes. Thinking you need to be dressing unnecessarily maturely. If you need some style inspiration, both room and wardrobe, check this movie out. Anyone else have anything else to say other than go watch this movie immediately? And then watch it three more times like we have. Keep watching it. Watch it with different people that haven't seen it, and you just see their reaction, and you just watch them the whole movie. Like, my sister watched it, loved it. Her boyfriend, her and her boyfriend watched it, and then he went and watched it by himself because he loved it so much. It was really good. It's just there's something about it that's so, like, 
wholesome and appealing. It's also, like, I think part of it is, like, the settings, the aesthetic, like, all of it yeah. just really works. Like, you can tell they're all fucking rich-ass kids, first of all, but you're like... Remember when she complains about having a crappy car? Yeah. Like, and you're just like, fuck You have a car, That did the same thing with Love, Simon. I was like, bitch. But, like, it's not in a way where you're like, oh, they're all really fucking rich. Yeah. It's more like, this is the aesthetic, just pretend everybody's rich in this world. Yeah. They're upper middle class, clearly. Yeah. There's three I kids, mean, everyone has their doctor. own damn room. I mean, that dad was fucking hilarious. When, when, when they were having a private conversation and he's like, yeah. And I was just like, yes, oh my honey. God. <laughs> Which one? Where I think she was talking to, was she talking to her younger sister? No, she's talking to her friend. Oh yeah, she's talking to Chris. Chris. Yes. And he was like sitting on the stairs the whole time listening and you thought he had walked off screen. Most surprising moment of that movie. Because <laughs> usually when somebody walks off screen, they're gone. There's never any parental attention. But this was like peak parental moment. Love it. I feel like I don't remember that, but I'm sure it was great. because I do. I, I loved do it. It endeared me to him. You only need yeah. to watch it two more that's, times. You know what, though? I think that's a good description of this overall movie is endearing. Yes. You'll leave your room happier. <laughs> I was going to be like theater. But you'll, you'll be happy when you're done. And it's on Netflix, so it's like a really nice night in. Yeah, exactly. It's right. a perfect night in. But don't listen to us. Check it out yourself. Netflix oh. is not paying me, surprisingly, to say this. <laughs> they should be paying us. Or Jenny Han. Who... There's one thing I do want to add, and it's the one note that I felt the need to text out. And this whole movie, all the emotions I had, there's one note that I specifically need to call out. Laura Jean, God lover, she goes from, like, no kissing, no PDA in this contract. Oh, yeah. To straddling this dude's dick in a hot tub in, in a nightgown. three seconds flat like zero to 60 she's like oh no I don't want my first like make out to be like fake and then she's like oh BTW though I'm gonna, rock, I'm gonna hop on that dick but I just loved said, it it was hot <laughs> I yeah. was like was hello do you think she could have like this guy this cute little guy's like oh I was waiting for you and I'm sad you didn't sit beside me on the bus she's gonna be like yeah I need to rectify the situation yeah, yes! apology <laughs> I was like well fucking done yeah. <laughs> so great that's our that's our that's been our summer that's I all guess, we did that's our summer. we just we sat in a room <laughs> on repeat rewatched it over and over again as soon as I finished watching this movie I'm like oh I have a problem now and then as you all know that's why I sent you everything I yes. could find about this goddamn movie and I highly recommend yep. you look up this cut article because honestly the se- the second I started reading it I was dying laughing I was sitting next to Steph during some place I should not have been reading this article and so I was trying to keep my laughter in the whole time and it was a struggle of my life. We'll have it in the show notes because we're professionals here. <laughs> if you're on our blog or you're on our Tumblr that's where you'll find those things. We're gonna up it up okay? Because that's it up. me. That's me. Yes, this is our season three? Season three. Oh wow. Season three. Damn. We are nearing our one year anniversary. And we somehow are starting a third season. We're not very good at math. I like that our more. first season is only like eight episodes. But so was, was our second that season. That was like our trial season. That was our chemistry test season. Our pilot episode is a full season. That's probably what people should be doing. That's like Parks and Rec. Season one, that never happened. Yeah, season two and test above. Season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, last season was strong. Yes. Last season was excellent. Everybody yeah. listened to it. No, we, wait leave a review. Here's some, some ratings. Here's some highlights. <laughs> 
No just one's kidding. kidding. No one's doing that. We're not too lazy single, to edit anything together. Not a single. No, not even too lazy. These two fucking bitches will absolutely not go through the previous episodes and listen to them. <laughs> I'd rather do anything. Else. I'm a busy fucking bitch. I can't do this right now. But I've listened to our episodes several times to edit these fools, and these motherfuckers won't listen to them again to get a highlight reel made. Nope. I'm tired of myself. <laughs> Like, I'm sick and you tired of You think I'm not it. tired of you? I've listened to it eight times. Whoa! Listen. This is some real fight here. Is season three going to be the one where we break up? Ooh, and then season four, we each go solo. Oh, God. And then season five, reunion tour. Yes! All right. Great job. Great job. Well, great chat. This has been amazing. As a reminder, you can find... All of our previous episodes, as long as show notes, the different shows we talked about, different articles that we've mentioned on our WordPress, which is everyoneandtheirsister.wordpress.com. You can find pretty much the exact same information along with uh, Steph's very carefully handpicked gifts Mm -hmm. at um, eatscast.tumblr.com. And we are on all major social media at eatscast, whether our Twitter, Instagram, whatever. At some point, we uh, even Facebook. We have... Do we have Facebook? We have a Facebook group. We, have, we have to have a Facebook for us to have some sort of metadata thing. I don't know. That's oh, bullshit. interesting. So we've learned about this for the first time, uh, as you have, audience of, <laughs> audience of three. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>